proudest day and the proudest time and the, the seat of a relic here because that day and that hour and those minutes I got the butt between my teeth you know I really stood up and was counted and said this is not getting away I remember when we pulled on our helmets and, and, and Donald says to me what are we doing I said we're going for gold Barrett that's all we said I can still picture that run that was just the best best run ever Crunching Gears, the Rally Podcast, Season 2, Episode 34. Uh, once again, uh, another busy show. This week we speak to Max McRae, and then we speak to Jack Brennan, and then Ryan McHugh, Declan Boyle, and then finally we catch up with Paddy Robinson. Like, I suppose, Connor, before we say before we say anything, can you please like, subscribe, rate, um, comment, all those things, and you can please do it. You keep doing it. What you're doing, it makes a huge difference, and the figures of the last few weeks have been fantastic, so... Appreciate all that there. Uh, Connor, I suppose, really. Um, the Cambrian Rally uh, the previous week there was where it was all at. Um, fantastic results for the Irish once again. Yeah, listen, it was great. Like, final round of the, the, the British Rally Championship. Um, we had a junior BRC championship to be decided on the event uh, between, uh, what do you call it, Kyle McBride and, and Kyle White. And um, then, you know, really strong interest from, from Irish competitors on the event as well. Yeah, like Hannah McKellop, who had been on the show the previous week, took a fine second overall with Gary Pearson, and then Alan Carmichael had a good result. But really in that, you know, the rally four category is where it was all happening for the Irish, you know, absolutely brilliant. Like, I think more or less a clean sweep of the, like, Kyle, uh, Kyle White took the, the junior British championship. After a lot of bother in the morning, he seemed to, you know, the car seemed to be really struggling, but it was imperative he reached the end and he just, I suppose, had to drive for the championship, the championship in mind keep the head down and just keep knocking in the kilometers. He did, yeah. A few technical issues. I think the ECU unit, unit was playing up amongst other things. And uh, look, he kept the head. He had to drive for a finish and he did that. Um, although, you know, Kyle McBride was nipping at the heels there. And, and another really strong jack, drive was Jack Brennan, who we speak to later as well. He had a fantastic drive on the event. Yeah, like, uh, it's only, you know, uh, Jack's is it second rally in a uh, rally four car, you know. And like to you know go there and compete and won the you know the category overall like a brilliant brilliant result really is you know yeah, and then no, you know, we've also got uh jack harris there he was out in the r2 fest you know the older spate car and a, a great drive for him as well absolutely listen strong drive for him finished eighth overall and then in another what do you call it peugeot rally four we had keelan grogan as well yeah and the like, keelan's only done a, a handful of, even a handful of gravel rallies and like we know how quick he has been tired this year, so to see that pace carried over onto the gravel, it's like we keep saying it, but this drove of young talent coming up through, it's, it's fantastic, it really is, isn't it? Absolutely, and again, another one there, Aoife uh, Raftery as, as well was taking part now, unfortunately had a 10 second penalty added onto her, but you know, certainly had a, the, the morning part of the loop, certainly had a stronger drive there until a few issues in the afternoon. Yeah, definitely. You know, we are in such a good place, you know, and that's great to see. And speaking of young talent coming up through, uh, I got a chance to speak to Max McRae. You know, what can we say about the McRae name that hasn't already been said? But the, Max, I definitely think, is going to be the next big thing, in, you know, in that family there too. So let's hear from Max. You spent a year now doing the ERC. The times have been good, but just a few issues here and there just to kind of maybe take the edge off it a wee bit. 
Yeah, the times have always been good, uh, and overall, it's it's been a good season. Never mind the problems we've had because we've gained so much experience and learnt so much. So you can't really always always look at them. So you always got to take the positives. But the pace has always been there, and uh, we've always uh, felt like we'd always been doing the right thing. So we just just hasn't come together for us. But it's only our first year in Europe anyway. So there's a lot more to come, and uh, hopefully, hopefully it will come together soon in the in the ERC. Yeah, because you know the the variety of of surfaces, you know the variety of events. It's a great place to for learning the ERC and the the promotion around the whole championship has really went up a level in the last year or two as well. Yeah, it's very good. It's very it's all professional. Like it's there's no events that are better run than others. They're all very professionally ran, and of course they've got the promoter there as well. So it's all live and all on uh, the Rally TV now, which is very cool. So. It's very good publicity for the sport and, I mean, for, of course, the young drivers as well. Um, and, yeah, the juniors is just so competitive right now and it was so tough this year, but it was also very good to have those other young guys against you in the same cars uh, and the same roads. And, obviously, my first time, it was only my second second tarmac event apart from Donegal. So um, <laughs> that, was, that was a big learning curve and it was very good to be kind of on the pace on only my second second tarmac event so there were so many positives to take away yeah because like, as you said like this is it's the same you know team behind it that's running the promoting the wrc events and they're going about it in the same way live stages you know you know make it very spectator friendly and all that there too so there's a lot of eyes on you then as well too that's good then for helping the sponsorship and all that as well i suppose yeah of course there's always there's always live tv so you've always got your car well not always for us unfortunately because we're a bit further back but there's always, you always get the really good um, the camera footage at the end of the events and everyone like they take care of you with all the social media wires. So there's always always good and it's very uh, beneficial for sponsors uh, in this type of events with with all this um, all this social media surrounding it. Uh, it's very close to a WRC event uh, or pretty much is the same as a WRC event in terms of social media and branding. So it's very good. Excellent, excellent. And then just a couple of weeks ago, you got the opportunity to go over to Rally Legend, you know, as, as the whole McRae family, you know, and like a celebration of Colin, the song, a celebration of Pro Drive and the, the Group A uh, and Bretta. Like, it looked mega from the outside. Like, and I know I spoke to some of the Irish guys last week. What was it like from your point of view? It was very cool. It was quite, it was very, very good for the whole family. Uh, and it was very, very special to see all the cars there with all the family there. Um, so that was very cool, and of course, it was a, even cooler to drive a, drive one of the cars in the rally. But it's it's quite strange because you don't actually. I think doing the rally, you don't see as much as sometimes you do as a spectator because you kind of the thing of rally legends is seeing all the the cars doing donuts, but we don't see that. So I got <laughs> I have to try do that as well myself. So, but it was no, it was I. It was a lot of fun. So I'd love to do it many many times over, and I, I'd love to be back there. Yeah, and like you know, for your your dad and for your granddad as well too. Like they seem to get the real buzz out of it too. Like you know, for your granddad, like who just turned eighty last weekend, to be you know probably went over there and treated like a god for a few days. That must be that even for you must be special to see that. Yeah, it's very cool. It's super cool to see the so many people still supporting their family uh, and supporting me now as I'm trying to come through. Um, and yeah, Jimmy is just—he's—he's he's everyone's number one when he goes there and when he comes out. But he—I think he still thinks he's more of a—he's more of a hero when he goes to Ireland. 
<laughs> yeah, we definitely think he's a god over here. And like the, as I mentioned earlier, like the Irish were there on force last weekend, and you know even the the respect that like Andrew Nesbitt and Austin McHale, guys that you know we consider our legends, the way they speak about Jimmy too, like it, it, it's just that shows the the, the respect that the, the man has held him. Yeah, he's he's definitely a hero in uh in any aspect of rallying and a lot of well, a lot of other sports as well. So well, motorsports so it's not yeah. not cricket or something, unfortunately. But <laughs> but um, but yeah, he's just uh, he was one of a kind in his time, and he's uh, he's definitely lived on a bit, uh, and he's he's still with us, and he's still passionate about rallying. So uh, and I think he will be for a lot longer. It's never going to leave him. So yeah. uh, I, very I, good I, to see. And I think, you know, that you're involved now too, he seems to have really uh, almost ruled back the years for him too, because I've seen him being interviewed on the, the BRC last weekend, and he was coming, stepping down the stage, and he was just buzzing, you know, uh, he was giving you advice on how to tidy up the driving. <laughs> yeah, he gets very he gets very into it. He was in the, just after that, he was in the service park scraping all the mud out of the, the out of the wheel arches. So he can't he can't stay away from it. But it's um it's very good to see. And also Holly, my cousin and Colin's daughter, she's come back into into the rallying scene now. She's helping me with my social media. So I think everyone's very happy to see her back in the scene now as well. And she's been doing some some interviews with the the promoter on the ERC event. So. Uh, I think she's very happy to be back as well. So she's finding out a lot of stuff about her dad and about stories and everything. So uh, I think she's very happy to be back as well. Yeah, like it must be lovely to hear all the old stories and all the all the things that she probably never. She's maybe only hearing a lot of these things for the first time too. So yeah, that must be lovely. And like for yourself, then the, you know, competing in the last round of the BRC last weekend, the Cambrian. Um, good to be back on four wheel drive and on the gravel again. Of course, yeah, it was a uh, first time in an R5 car, so I think we did quite well, and we had a pretty pretty spotless weekend apart from the the first stage and a couple overshoots. But that was just uh, that was just me learning the car. So, uh, but yeah, I had a different co-driver with me as well, so that was also adding to the challenge. So it was uh, pretty much thrown into the deep end in an R5 in the slippery Welsh stages. But uh, no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, good to be back in a four-wheel drive car and be able to launch off the line without uh, nearly getting stuck. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the but, yeah. that was a, a Scottish competitor was able to provide you with the car for the weekend as well. Yeah, it was uh, one of my sponsors, Willie Patterson from Asset Alliance. He's he's the one that's normally in that car, and he was actually he was competing in that car and mole the weekend before. So I kept having to remind him to not to not to get into the <laughs> into the tree. <laughs> But, like, you know, isn't that the great thing about the rally community? Like, somebody is prepared to go, here's my car, go and, you know, <laughs> thrash it through the forest for the day. <laughs> yeah, it is very good, and we can't really thank them enough. And Dylan Davies, the people who run the, the team that run the car, uh, which were very good as well. So, yeah, it was just a good weekend, and it was nice to not have any pressure with a championship behind it. So I think it was just a lot of laughs on the stages, and, uh, yeah, it was a very good time. Yeah, and like, to come away with a podium, like, before the, the the day started, what was your you know your thought process behind it? Was it just to try and increase the pace as the day went on, or you know had you aspirations of trying to get the podium before the rally started? No, I had I had no 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 idea how close we'd be on times. It was kind of in the morning. It was it was a bit like okay, we're not too far off here, but I still had no no idea about getting a podium. But uh, no, I kind of we went into the event with 
kind of a top five finish or just outside top five would be very good for our first time in R5. So we kind of beat expectations there, which was very good. Uh, and yeah, I couldn't complain at all. <laughs> and the, you know, you, you mentioned you know you the change of co-driver. Like Mike has been beside you all year, his last few years now as well. You've built up a very strong bond there too. Like, like that's you know we've often talked in the podcast about that you know how that relationship you know it's you trust everyone he says he trusts everything you do like that takes time and is it hard then to get used to a different voice in your ear almost then? Yeah, it was uh, me and Mac have got a very good relationship now and we're still hopefully going again next year. So um, so yeah, we've got it is quite yeah it is in a way it's quite difficult at the start because you you're so used to. Uh, the other co-drivers, your usual co-drivers, timing and pronunciation, that at the start um, you actually really do have to tune in to a new co-driver. And that's kind of why we had I had the little spin and overshoot just because you have to have to listen. And it was kind of it was quite difficult to being in such a fast car for me for the first time uh, and then also l- trying to listen to the, the notes so thoroughly. But it just added to the challenge, I guess. And yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, so I think I feel quite bad for Matt. He was... He was very keen to get in the in an R five with me, and I was keen for him to be in, but he had to head back to Australia a bit early, so unfortunately not. And like then, you know, you've got the taste for the R five now, you know, and we all know how good those cars are. Like, <laughs> is it going to be hard to get back into the Rally Four car again? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think yes, but uh, you know, at the same time, it will really help getting back into the Rally Four car with pace and pace notes as well. So. Um, I think yes and no, but uh, I think hopefully we'll be in a Rally 2 again a bit next year, uh, I hope, <laughs> so that would be very cool. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, speaking of next year, is there any thoughts ahead of next year or is it still too early to plan that? Uh, it's quite early yet, we're still uh, still trying to sort out stuff, but I think we'd like to make an appearance in some ERCs again, whether that's juniors or, or just getting experience, but um, we'll see. we'll see where we get at the end of the year. And I'm sure we'll find up with a good plan and get to just just get some seat time. That's the main thing. So I think we'll be driving no matter what. Excellent. And like you know, you know, we know all know how expensive rallying is. Like without the likes of dirt fish and you know your man Patterson, you mentioned earlier, all, these things wouldn't happen. And I suppose like it, it'd be nice to pay tribute to all the guys that got behind you as well. Yeah, exactly. I just can't, I can't thank any any of them enough. It's just if I if it wasn't for all of them. I wouldn't be doing any rallying, so it's a massive part in this sport, uh, and I think it will continue to to grow like that. But you need these good partnerships on your side, or else you wouldn't be doing the things you love. So, uh, yeah, many thanks to all of them, and uh, uh, hopefully we can continue the partnerships going for a long time. So, Jack, first time to take on Rally Cambrian, and uh, you come home a class winner. Congratulations! How was the event? Uh, yeah, thanks very much for having me on, Connor. It was, uh, yeah, it was definitely a good way to see it out the year, anyway. But um, no, look, we were we were delighted now with the work we put into the event. Um, definitely reflected the result going into it. We uh, we definitely didn't think we we come out with that result like that. But um, no, it was an absolute super weekend. Um, couldn't fault it from start to finish, and uh, yeah, just a great way to see it out the year, really. And uh, what do you call it? I think that's your second time competing on a BRC event. You're on Rally Cardigan before. So uh, I suppose this is your, probably your first time to take on a, a forestry BRC round. How was it? What were the stages like? I think some of them have been used in uh, WRC Wales 
GB or Rally GB, you know, previously. Uh, yeah, the stages were definitely unbelievable. But uh, no, it was yeah, it was our second BRC event, our first gravel rally outside of outside of Ireland. So it was a it was a challenge really heading over. But I suppose um, last year in the Billy Coleman Award interview process, we set out that we do selected BRC rounds as well as the national championship and the forestry championship and the Motorsport Ireland Junior Rally Series at home. So. Kerry Diggin and um, the Cameron were always on the cards from the start of the year, so it was, we just picked them. And uh, yeah, look, it was uh, wasn't intentionally planned come the end of the year that we do it in a rally four car, but it kind of just uh, kind of just fell that way, I suppose. But uh, no, it was a great rally. The stages there are so so tricky. Like in one stage, you could have three surface changes, and all the terrain changes there are, are crazy. To be fair, which is I suppose it's hard to hard to get breaking points. I found there with all the different surface changes in in such tr- in such tricky stages. But uh, no, it was a great great weekend, and um, no, I couldn't fault it. And what do you call it? Uh, did you get an opportunity like preparation wise before the event? Were you able to see anybody else's onboards or get an idea of the stages before you went over? Uh, yeah, we did. Um, a lot of it, I actually, uh, I done a bit of homework on it. A lot of it, you could. Uh, but especially from the Brennick stage, you could get it on WRC Plus going back over the years. I was yeah. in, in Cali, Robin Hare had an onboard up of it and uh, just little small bits like that were useful. And uh, I just remembered the Brennick stage really well because um, it was actually came up on my phone while we were over there. Uh, six years ago to the to the day, I was only 13. We went over to Wales Rally GB uh, following Craig, obviously, and like myself and uh, the Wack, Patrick Croak and Bobo and all the rest of the crew were around over to watch Craig. And um, we were we actually stood there at the end of the Brennick stage on the tarmac bit of it just as you come up the hill. So, uh, no, it was, definitely, it was definitely something special to do that stage myself. And I suppose uh, win the Rally Fort last at the same time was even better. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of uh, bringing back memories to you. Um, and... I suppose going going to the event, what what was the plan? Like, what were you hoping to achieve? Um, going to the event, I suppose, like we only we only set out that we just we definitely we try and finish the event anyway, just to keep getting the mileage up, keep getting the mileage, especially with it only being our second rally and a rally four car. So, um, no intentions was just to finish the event and build our pace constantly, just getting more sea time throughout the day. And come the end of the day, we were hoping that we might be matching times with. Some of the some of the faster um, JBRC lads like Kyle White or Kyle McBride or Aoife or Keelan Grogan. So uh, no, the the results were definitely uh, definitely more than we expected anyway. But uh, no, the intentions going there were just to build confidence, build pace, and learn the rally four cars we went along. Like you know, you were you were quickest in the class on the first two stages. Like were you you know shocked by that? Yeah, d- definitely a small bit. Um, I I thought we didn't have that great of a first stage. Um, when I was standing at the standing at the bottom of the road with Matt Cotton and he was doing the interview at the end of the stage for the BRC, it was definitely I was definitely shocked. You now come the end of it because um, I don't know, I just couldn't really get into a rhythm in the stage. Didn't find the stage that nice early on. Obviously, really early in the morning and uh, slippy conditions and stuff like that. But um, no, it was it was definitely unexpected. Now the first two stages and um I suppose me and John had a talk on the road section. We were like, How how did we do that? Like and he was like just he's like, keep the head down now. They do what you're doing, don't leave it get to you too much. So uh he 
he definitely helped me a massive, massive lot now over the course of the weekend. Now just trying to keep a cool head and just get your head down. Don't mind, don't mind what most people are saying to you or someone's trying to wind you up or whatever. But uh, no, I can definitely thank John McGrath now to the very last just for helping me through the weekend and just with everyone that helped that weekend really. Like you, you went into to midday service after the, the the loop of three stages. I think you were twenty five seconds ahead in the class. Like so, from the team surrounding you, what was the advice? You know, was it keep going or was it like settle things down or, or, or you know what 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 were they telling you to do? Uh, yeah, look, the the mood was good. Definitely <laughs> going back into service. Uh, everyone uh, everyone was happy, but uh, I suppose as quoted by uh, Davy Long and Tommy Mullins, it was. Uh, you don't have to win any more stages now. All you have to do is match times and keep the head down. No need to no need to go crazy. Maintain the lead you have and just try and try and maintain the lead you lead you have really. So uh no, it was definitely uh, the plan service was definitely cool down, keep the head and uh try and push on from there. And then second loop of stages, one of them was cancelled, but what were the the stages like? You know, obviously some of them were it was a second pass, so like were they cut up badly? How'd you get on with the ruts? Was that a bit of a shock as well? Um, yeah, the stages weren't cut up that bad actually, to be fair. But um, the first loop of stages, stages two and three, were joined together to make stage five. So it was a thirteen mile stage, and I suppose with stage four being cancelled, it was straight into the straight into the long stage. And thirteen miles on gravel is definitely a long time in the car, and it was. The longest gravel stage I ever done personally, anyway. So um, no, look, we just set out the start line and said we'll just keep the cool head, get get the hammer down, and uh, yeah, we just we ended up going quickest on that stage. I didn't have any intention of doing that. I suppose we just kept plucking away through the stage, and and I any of the bits we had to back off for, we did, and had them well marked in the notes as dangerous bits in them. But uh, no, look, it was they were great stages to be fair, and obviously. Just touching on that for anything again, it was just amazing just to be coming up the hill and just you know after seeing Craig go after seeing Craig do the same thing and all the big crew was there it was now it was just special to uh, definitely come over the line down there. And getting into the last stage, you had a fifty second lead in the class. So you know how how did you keep the cool? Um, you know I'm sure you could hear every rattle, every sound in the in the in the Peugeot. So you know how how was the last stage? Oh, it was it was nice at all. Now, to be fair, it was just me with nerves, though, really. But I suppose John took a lot of them from away away from me at the start line. He was like just cool the nerves down, calm down. Once we get through it, and we get through it at a reasonable pace, we'll be fine. And then come the end of it, I think we only dropped seven seconds to Kyle in there. So, uh, no, look, we definitely uh, we definitely done something right in there anyway. But no, it was uh, it was one of the one of the worst feelings I definitely ever had. Anyway, and you're concentrating so hard and. No, it was uh, it was it was scary, all right. But um, no, look, it was a great result come the end of it, and I was it was a big sigh of relief when we came across the finish line. Anyway, definitely. Um, so has it given you a taste now for for doing a few other forestry events outside of Ireland, or is it a kind of wait and see what what's coming up next year? Uh, I suppose when we set out at the start of the year to do the two BRC events that we had done, and the ones we picked were absolutely amazing. Like Terry and the camera and went really well for us. And um, obviously, we're looking at them. They're on the cards and started this year, so they're definitely on the cards for next year. With there being two amazing events and um, the talks of uh, the ERC coming to Carrigan. So no, look, um, they're definitely on the cards. But I suppose until till championship dates and stuff like that gets released, I suppose it's all still up in the air, and we're still to make a decision on it. 
Um, yeah, great to hear from Max and, you know, first time out in R5. And then obviously that was followed by Jack Brennan against Storm and Drive by Jack. And I know it's a bit early yet for his plans for next year, but, you know, really looking forward to see what events he's going to be doing. Yeah, I think definitely, you know, Jack is, is without a doubt going to be, you know, I think the next big thing coming out of Ireland, you know, like and still only, what, 17? Is he, I don't even think he's 18 yet. No, he's uh, 19, yeah. 19, oh, he's 19, there you are. Like, uh, you know, but... You know what he has done in that short time. Like, he's very successful in a rally car and the autocross as well too. You know, like so. Yeah, this guy's going places without a doubt. And also, like uh, last weekend was the Fastnet Rally, and to be decided, and that was a school build overall title. And mm. <laughs> Josh took it, and like it looked really difficult conditions. You know, um, you know, I suppose he got the, the foot down in the morning, got a wee bit of a gap to uh, Callum then. And it almost looked as if Daniel Cronin was going to take the one, but Josh picked him for it as well too, and took the title too. So I suppose maybe on the balance of the year, you know, Josh probably deserved the title. You know, and it's nice that the you know Callum's got a title and Josh has got a title. I, I kind of I suppose that sort of seeds where the year was that it was those two that were the guys to watch all year. Oh, they were. And you know what? It's always great when it goes down to the wire because it does give you that interest in, you know, sometimes when we see a, t- a championship wrapped up early, you know, the final round can be a bit of a disappointment. There isn't much of a fight going on or maybe not a great entry. So it was fabulous to see. But you're right, like really treacherous conditions at times uh, on that rally. So fair play to them. You know, they both kept it between the hedges and uh, really did fight it out to the bitter end. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And as I said, Daniel Cronin's just coming so close, you know, but you know, that's the joys of rallying, you know. And then, you know, Eamon Kelly was having a good run as well, but unfortunately got stuck in the ditch in the last stage, but still recorded a finish and the times were encouraging. Uh, not so maybe fortunate for Patrick Ryan, you know, slid off in the, the first stage, but, you know, we all know how talented he is. He no doubt will bounce back. And, uh, you know, another man then, friend of the show too, Eddie Dougherty, has been on a few times. Mm. Storm and Drive for his first time out in the Skoda as well too. Come away with fourth at the finish. Uh, you know, I have high hopes for... Eddie next year as well. Absolutely. Listen, and it's great to see these guys, you know, changing up the machinery, getting a chance to, to go in the R5s, etc. And just to see how they get on. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And then another title that was up for grabs last weekend was, uh, you know, the Rally 4 category as well. And, you know, we keep going on about the young talent that, you know, once again, this, you know, this proved it as well. We, uh, I catch up with Ryan McHugh and Declan Boy. Aye, it's tight racing now all year now in fairness. Uh, right from the the first round, the championship was you could win the class by five seconds or you could lose it by two or three. It was it was that close, you know? Yeah, like every rally, like it was like it was nip and tuck, you know, the lead changed maybe three or four times over the course of nine stages. Like that's insane rally and like for us the spectators trying to keep on top of it. Like it must be hard work for yourselves in the car trying to keep the push on for the for the whole time. I definitely. Hey, you, you come off a stage and you could be two up, and then you come off the next one, you could be two down. It was just, it was flat out the whole time. Like, and uh, I suppose that's the way you really want it. And that's it was it was probably the the second half of the year. You could say it was probably the best crack we ever had rallying. Like that, you're just taking two and three seconds or you could be bit by two or three seconds or it was uh it was mad now but uh um, no hey we won it and sorry i was just going to throw it over to Declan. Declan, you know you've seen the way this man has progressed over the last couple of years 
like that type racing that really pushes him on as well yeah it definitely does in fairness it's uh it is great racing even on the, the juniors last year like it was uh, it was good racing it wasn't as many competitors but that uh, class two or, or c4 it's it's a brilliant class to be in now it definitely does progress you on I, and like the, the cars you know like there's fiesta there's a two-way like the like, over the course of a rally like there's there's nothing really to separate them there's no one car has a, an advantage over the other deck and how do you, do you find that the same well, I suppose one car might be better on a tight and crusty stage and the other yoke might be better then on a, on a flat out stage. It, it just really depends on, on the rally and what stages they provide. Like. So it's, uh, I'd say they're equal enough when all stretched out. Like. Mm-hmm. And like Ryan, from your point of view, like this this year really has shown that you are, you know, you can go anywhere in the country and be fast, you know, up, you know, north, south, east, west. You have put in the, the, the times everywhere you want and yeah, built a championship. You know, you might not always be the fastest every day, but it's it's all about gathering points. It's keeping the head and getting getting to the end and gathering the points. I definitely, Kevin. Um, I suppose going at the start of the year, uh, going to Midlands, like there was about ten in the class. Like we were, if you could even have been fifth, like it was our first day in the left hand drive and UKR and stuff like, and ended up coming out of it being second that day. You know, and it was kind of. We were kind of shocked, to be honest. Like we were, weren't that really far away from the pace at the very start, you know. But uh, no, it was good. Like it was some, some racing all years. Just it was class. Like I suppose we kind of made a couple of mistakes all year. Calvin, we threw it away. We were eighteen up going into the last stage and ended up getting bit by zero point eight of a second. Like it was. It's overshot the, the one of the last junctions of the last stage, and then Sligo ended up hitting hitting the bank. So it was just kind of like throwing things away days, probably not maybe having the experience. Maybe that could be could have been what maybe would happen. But ah, look, we're delighted to get there. Then it was a tough year, and ah, class together, nice to get the class when it was so tight all year, like all racing. Yeah, and like you took, you know, you said that you know about the left hand drive and getting used to the turbo car and all that. Did that take a bit of getting used to it at the start of the year? I suppose it did. I we done a good bit of testing, like um, that probably done a massive help. And obviously, driving a left hand drive car on the road would have been a big help. I got a left hand drive car last August, like so. You know, I was driving it for about six months, maybe before the rally, like, and that was probably the biggest help. For the first month or two, I know you're not driving far hard, like, but you're just learning and just it's, it's I, more I natural. It becomes more natural almost, and you're doing it every day. Yeah, exactly. You're in it every day, and you're not just in it at the weekends. Like I say, that was the biggest help, and there's nothing then really to just try and get used to the car, like. So, but uh, no, we're delighted hey, to to get it, like, and. As you said, like it's so so tight all year. Like it was just nice to get over the line now, was it? So. And and they can, you know, you know the caliber of competitors you're up against. Like those guys, you know, like they're the same as yourselves. You know, like it's every second, every tenth of a second's counting. And like, to, you know, to have the respect that you know you know how hard you're going down the stages. You know, to see how that somebody can get so close to you, you have to tap your hat to each and every one of them. Other guys like Matthew Boyle. Keelan Grogan, all the guys, you know, you were competing with every rally. 
hundred percent. They're all uh, they're all great drivers. Like doesn't matter what day you went out, you were never guaranteed I'm gonna win the class today. Like like there's any amount of them can win any day and the whole lot of us all had our own day this year, like and it's, it's just fantastic wrestling. Yeah, and like you know, for never as like that you know tenth of a second, you no know, like that obviously you have to be at the top of your game. You know, Ryan has to be at the top of his game, but you also obviously you know you can't afford to have a slip up or nothing like that because like it's every every junction, every call is vital. Yeah, exactly. All oh, it can go wrong very quick, but I uh, thank God we're we're in the right side of that now this year, so it's not so bad. <laughs> And and do you feel an extra pressure on you too? From it, it's like that as well that you want to you know do the best job you can do. I look. Everyone wants to do the best they can do, but really and really, I keep saying everyone like I can only read what's in front of me. It's down the right and what he wants to do. Like, but uh, there there definitely does be pressure some days. Like, but that's it's grandly. Right. That's a good pressure because you're doing something you enjoy. I suppose too. Isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There hasn't been a day you got out of the yoke yet. You're annoyed. Like. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like you know, Ryan, from like your point of view, you know, you have the brother Neil and all running the car and all. Like, you know, that's a great help to you too. That he knows what you want, and you know, he can almost probably get the car set up for you in such a way that you you're comfortable almost before you get in the car. I definitely look if I hadn't got Neil, like I probably wouldn't be rallying at all. Like, so you know, it's uh. To massive help, like obviously, and sure, like he was well, we engine bothered before Claire, like, and sure, he we didn't get outside, didn't go to bed on Friday night at all, like, and he towed the car down Saturday during the day, like, Jesus, like, it's it's, it's unreal, like, to be honest, the amount of work he done, he rebuilt the engine in the car there before Cork, like, and never gave any bother, like, so, Jesus, without him, I, I wouldn't be, uh, I definitely wouldn't be sitting here anyway talking to you. <laughs> and like that, you know, but it's things like that that makes a difference. You know that somebody is prepared to go that extra mile, as you say, not go without sleep on the Friday night just to make sure that you were there to be. You know, let you go ahead and get on, do your thing, go and do your recce. You don't you worry about the car. I'll get that sorted. Leave it with me. I definitely. I mean, ringing him one stage and he's like, "I just put an engine in here now." And it was only like two hours into it, and I was like. I just locked the deck and started laughing. Like it's just the, the <laughs> amount of time and effort. Like it's it's unreal. Like yeah, and like you know, because we see that you know the how professional the outfit they are. You know the the cars they run. You know they rarely ever give any kind of mechanical issues at all. You know, and like that's a testament to Neil and the, you know the team of guys he has there as well. Oh, definitely. The boys be put on some effort like before a rally. Neil's uh, 100% with everything, like everything has to be 100%, so there's no uh, cutting corners. With- no, that doesn't leave the shed if it's not right. <laughs> and, Definitely. And Declan, you know, like, for, you know, for you, you know, to have that level of prep behind you as well too, that gives you full confidence and you get into the car that, you know, it's up to the two guys behind in the car on the day then. Exactly. Uh, at least when you get into the car, you know the car is going to be one hundred and ten percent every day you're out. They're a great bunch of lads, like, and it was only for them. Like, we we only got where we did. Like, I don't think the car gave any bother at all, apart from the engine. It was that wasn't his fault? But mm-hmm. all year it was uh, mechanically nearly faultless, other than that. Like. Mm-hmm. And like you know, going into the final round in the first net, like it was it was imperative you just got to the finish, and like. Does that like bring its own pressures? You know, like you get into like a bit of a battle with uh, uh, Gareth Deasley. 
was there like a kind of like was there a thought process to be back off and you know claim the title or was it keep the two in it? Wonder where, where uh, she'll in the morning. <laughs> in the morning, we kind of just pushed on. Uh, in the morning, like we didn't get the first stage, so we got stage two, like, and then we ended up getting the block on stage three. I would say stage two was our best stage all day, you know. But uh, no, like it was, like it was grand. The next three was grand, and then stage seven and eight now was. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty brutal now that the last stage was, was so bad. Like, But at that stage, we didn't care about the class that day. We were kind of more worried about the championship. You're just hearing every noise in the oak. Like, it was <laughs> it was just one of them stages. And like, when, you, when you got to the end of the last stage, was it like joy or was it relief that it was finally over? Or what was the feeling in the car? Just joy. Like, Jesus, hey, any day you won the... The national championship and won your class like it's, 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 it's you take you take it any day like so now we're delighted to get over the line like geez we had probably had baller our own baller like with in calvin and sligo and just we put ourselves in that situation we probably shouldn't have been in that situation but with my errors we were so <laughs> uh, no definitely hey we're delighted to get over the line like we I kind of thought we threw it away, like just going to the rally, like I kind of was thinking. But I don't know, we're delighted to get over the line now. <laughs> but uh, as you said, like the racing's class, like, and I don't know where the racing's going to be at next year, but uh, now wherever it's at, we'll definitely be going, whether it's in the national or internationals, we'll, we'll be going. <laughs> and, like, you know, Declan, from your point of view, too, like, I suppose, you know, to, you know that's two titles in two years. Like that's a pretty impressive, you know. You know, Ryan's only been rallying a, a very short time, and to see the way he's progressing like that, there, you know, this guy, this guy's the limit. Wasn't if he, if he puts his mind to it? Yeah, exactly. No, he's a he is a good driver now. To be fair, but it's uh, it's just getting the backing and the fun together to make it all make a package come together, and it's kind of what it's all about nearly at the moment. To focus on next year to see where we're going to be. So. Yeah, and like we all know how expensive rallying is, uh, and like Ryan, I suppose without the sponsors and you know people getting behind you, uh, you, you keep saying you wouldn't be out doing what you're doing, and like you have to thank each and every one of them, I suppose, too. Oh, definitely. Hey, there's sponsors there from me very first rally, like Glenn Campbell, Bonnie Glenn, Kelly Group, uh, Prince Supplies, all them people's all local, like and Johnny Jordan, like without any of them boys, I wouldn't be rallying, like. You know, it's it is a credit. Like we were chatting the last night. Like I have very few sponsors. I'd say the Frosts, like, and it's it's mad too when you think about it. Like everyone that's from Frosts is a, a sponsor. Me, like, and now it's nice now to be fit to to be fit to do it. Look so local, like it's it's unreal. Like, I you know, like Frosts for anybody that doesn't know, is only a small village and you know in South Donegal, and like to have such good people around you within you know two or three miles i think that that shows that you know how great a community you live in i definitely hey it's uh now going back to like going back to the very first rally like there's been a lot of boys that's came on board for the first rally like and still still sponsor me too and there's a lot of boys there's another boy too for us to sponsor me but he's not on the car but uh he's heavily involved too like and without any of these people i wouldn't i wouldn't be uh where I am today, like, not a mm -hmm. hope. So. Yeah. 
And I suppose we should sort of mention the fascinating rally at the weekend too, you know, where you finally came. Like, they seem to be fantastic stages down there. Yes, I know there was a couple of stages just lost with, you know, blockages and one thing or another, and, you know. But the, they, they look to be really, really good stages down there as well. Oh, definitely. They were, they were probably that missing head. It was probably one of the best stages all year. Like, it was, it was a long 16K lick, but it, was, it didn't really feel like that long. It was that good of a stage. You know, you didn't really want it then, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, stage two now was, was a bit over. It was uh, in wet, you know, but no, hey, the same for everybody. They were just really slippy, like, but no, delighted now to get the class down there. Mm-hmm. And like Declan, you know, we all seen the, the the Willer warnings and one thing or another. It was affecting Cork and especially that area of Cork. Like, where the was that a worry too? Whenever you seen like a, a yellow Willow warning coming in, and you know, does it always be the do, do you be considering all that when you're starting a rally as well? Uh, Saturday evening, I suppose we didn't know what was going to happen, or the town was uh, starting to flood there, but um, you were kind of wondering what's going to happen at all, but. In all fairness, you just have to kind of put it behind you and what's what or what's going to happen is going to happen and that's really it, like, but it's not really you could do about it if it was cancelled over the head of it, like. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you know, you have to pay credit, I suppose, to the, the club that was running the rally. Like, they kept the whole thing on on, on the road, like, against, against all the odds, almost. In all fairness, they pulled out a few strings there, sure. Service area was, was flooded on a Saturday or whatever and they weren't long relocating it. I know the trailer park didn't end great, but um, they done their best they could. They couldn't. They couldn't do anything about that. No, like, you know, we, you can all put all the different plans in place, but the weather is something that you can control at the end of all. <laughs> Definitely something you can control. No, boy, you could. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, you talked there about you know, like uh, you know, looking forward to next year and you know, hoping that you know your sponsors get behind you once again. Any real thoughts be- uh, ahead of next year, or is it really you know? We've just won this year. Let's enjoy the moment. Um, I don't really know. Probably plan to do the tarmac championship next year, but um, I tend to go to the gravel next year too. So I might try and do a couple of rallies in England, maybe, or maybe do that mixed championship in Ireland. I don't really know yet, but the plan was to do the tarmac, like so. But uh, I will see. Hey, if I mind to do a couple of gravel rallies, might go to England to do a couple of them gravel rallies and uh, see where we're at in the gravel, you know. But um, I intended to go to Carlisle there uh, a couple of weeks ago there, but the engine gave up on the car, like so I couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't end up going then. So, but uh, no, we'll definitely get a bit of maybe gravel testing now before the start of next year and see and see where we're at, like. And, Take it from there. Really. I could you see like how well you know the likes of Jack uh, Brennan and Killen, Killian Grogan and them guys done there at the weekend in the BRC. Like well, as, you've never tried gravel rallying before. It's, it's obviously something you're you're wanting to get your teeth into. I definitely like um, a lot of them boys have a lot of gravel done now. Keelan doesn't that much gravel done, but uh, your boy Jack Brennan and Kyle McBride and them boys they have a lot of gravel done and. Uh, it showed there, like Jack Brennan won that rally there at the weekend. Like he was, mm-hmm. he was real quick. Like so, no, hey, them boys are all going hard. Like and it's, uh, it's definitely something that we want to be involved. In. And like you know, what can we say? Like Ryan, that's two titles in two years. You know, fantastic. You know, it really is. You know, uh, I think another young guy probably deserving of a place in the MI rally. Can we? I do think once he gets onto the gravel next year, I think 
Yeah, I hope for him. And also, I want to thank was Declan McBurdy from Trailer Stuff and Blast and all the other sponsors as well. You know, I kind of probably put them on the spot a wee bit, mentioning the sponsors, and always the way you always forget one or two. Um, and then also, I got a chance to catch up with Paddy Robinson. Paddy is looking, helping me preview the, the Harvest Mini stage is coming up now, next weekend coming. And, um, you know, close to Donegal Motor Club members, we mentioned that in the thing. But like 115 entries, fantastic, it really is, you know. So that's going to be a pretty, pretty special next weekend too, but let's hear from Paddy. Um, it's been a year of great stage times, but just sometimes maybe, you know, a wee bit of bad luck and developing a new car. Uh, maybe the, the results haven't showed the, the pace that's been there. Aye, how's it going, Kevin? I know you've you've pretty much hit the nail on the head there. You know we've we've put a lot of effort into our, our, our rallies, our recce's, our prep, everything, and and the boys have put hundred hours into the car, and the 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 signs are good, you know. But ultimately, you know, we've we've fallen short with bad luck here and there, and mishaps, and I suppose you could say that's rally, you know. But the green shoots are there. It's 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 all going the right direction for us, you know. So um, we'll 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 see what next week brings. Yeah, because I suppose with the Citroen, the great thing with them is they're always developing their, you know, the, Citroen wants the car to be successful, so they're helping you just push the thing on as well. Absolutely, there's 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 no lack of support from from Citroen, you know. Um, they're really they're really pushing the thing to get the the British and Irish cars at the sharp end, and listen, that they're they're there thereabouts, you know. They're they're working really well in other parts of Europe and the World Championship, you know. But I suppose Irish tires different, doesn't it, Kevin? And yes. It takes a bit more work, but the thing's nearly sorted there. Excellent, excellent. Because we've always seen how specialised the Irish tar is compared to, compared to anywhere else in the world. And like that, suppose, it really does show, because remember, like, whenever Loeb come over here to do Donegal, like, they come over here with the, 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 you know, the ultimate French setup, and it was, <laughs> they were going down a, the, the wrong rabbit hole altogether, and it just, you know, had to be fixed very quickly for them. Yeah, like like I think wasn't it wasn't it the Friday evening before Lowe was on the on the on the pace, you know, um mm. took I took the first service to dial all the stuff out of her. Um mm. but like it's no different here. Like, you know, I think it was was it M Sport that had to, to kind of develop a gravel suspension for Irish tar, you know, <laughs> it, it doesn't stand ball when you think about it. But yeah. uh, that seems to be the only thing that works over here. And sure you, you see yourself the terrain. Um it's bumpy, it's choppy, it's it's gravelly, it's slippy, it's not not much work all the time, you know. It's a bit of, bit of compromise that seems to um, that seems to kind of all come together and make the thing work. Yeah, and the, you know, you have to say it seems to be a great, you know, because of the nature of the roads, it seems to be a great breeding ground for new drivers. You know, look at the success our guys is having, you know, in the British Championship and in the World Championship. So, like, we're obviously doing something right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I agree with you. You know, um, the the stages are so technical and and bumpy and jumpy and sure listen if anybody can drive a car hard here they're going to be able to drive a car hard anywhere in the world you know because we're so specialized and so different but um it's 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 good to see the boys out foreign uh, doing well and it gives younger lads you know a bit of hope and uh, desire to, to do well so uh we'll we'll see how it pans out for them you know in the coming year yeah, because like you know, it's always good to to help the you know, to see there's a like a almost a step ladder there for them to progress. Yes, that Motorsport Ireland Academy now it's 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 um it's the talk of the whole world championship as far as I can gather. Um, the boys are putting in a massive effort, and it's it's really showing. You know, everything you know the Driver Academy. You know, there's a couple of very good young fellows there, and it's what you do look at our drivers, the lineup we have, and they're mixing it with the best in the world at the minute. And hats off to them.
Yep, and long may it continue. And then a wee bit closer to home, the harvest coming up now next weekend. Uh, a, a closed event, for, you know, only Donegal Motor Club members can enter the rally, but it shows, you know, the strength and depth in the Motor Club. 115 crews due to start, uh, you know, and fantastic stages up in that area as well. Back here in this class, so it is, you know, like I don't think there's another motor club in the country would be able to pull off an entry the way our club has, you know. Um, like anybody inside that top 10 is capable of a podium, and maybe if you go out as far as the top 14, you know, them modified boys, you know, that, that, that's classed the whole way through the field, like, but like I say, anybody in that top 10, top 14 could, can pull a podium, and the modified battle is going to be class, you know. Um, the stages are deadly. You know, um, in my opinion, the two stages would warrant a day in Donegal, so they would. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. You know, okay, they're they're typical West Donegal stages. They're narrow, they're bumpy, they're fast. You know, they're medium to high speed stuff. Um, but it's as good a rally as you'll get anywhere in the county. Yeah, and like as well as that too, like you know, you say like the top 10, 14, you know, is going there for a podium. That that top 10, 14 could go anywhere in the country and be looking to finish on the podium. The the quality is that good as well. Absolutely, you can see it there. You know, sure. Look, car one, a tarmac champion and runner up in the national champion. You know, um, and then you have the you have the two boys. You know, they're racing each other all all year long, and and mm-hmm. both did the top five in national events. Yeah. Um, ourselves, we're kind of tipping about there too. Um, put, punching in good times and stringing stuff together. Good days, then bad days. You know, but mm-hmm. you know, you have really steady boys behind us. You know, you've got Joe McGonagall there and uh, Darcy. You know, mm-hmm. Darcy will be a good man the sort of five now when he when he gets the hang of it. Then I see Darcy's out in the polo too, so that'll be interesting to see how he gets on there as well too. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how it goes because the guy can adapt to pretty much anything, so he can. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. then, you know, even the likes of you know Kevin Gallagher and the Darian, like we all know how quick Kevin can go, and if Kevin gets into the groove early on Saturday morning, he, you know he's not going to be far away either. No, Kevin will be worth a worth a punt now of 20, 20 quid. You know. You'd be odds on to get your money back, I think, with yeah. them. But mm-hmm. not taking anything away from the other boys there, you know, it's it's the modified's as good as it was in, in the international in June, like, you know, right. and this is only a club event. It's that's it's mind boggling really. Mm-hmm. And like you know, we all know that the reason the harvest doesn't run last year. So to get the event back this year again, uh, you know, in, in November, out of the tourist season, it's going to give a lift to the local community. Absolutely, Kevin. You know, it's 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 really, really important that they're the rally came back there, you know. Um the the people of Chrysler really wanted the event to run again and um with Father John Joe there at the at the launch on Sunday night and he, he relayed that to us all, you know, and it it makes it worth all the effort that the club went to to make the rally run again, you know. But listen, uh, the rally's in Volcara and the nearest place to get a bed now this week is, is Letterkenny and I think they're starting to sell out as well, you know, and you have to go as far as Glenties, maybe over as far as Donegal Town and Kelly Beggs to get a bed on the other side. But um you're you're not getting a bed local. You know, that that's not this week or next weekend. Yeah, and like, this is probably something that we don't talk enough about in rallying, like what it brings to the local economy, you know, like the amount of hotel beds, B&Bs, Airbnbs, etc. is full, you know, the restaurants is all going to do so well out of it, restaurants, cafes, petrol stations, the whole, you know, this spreads out just, you know, it's, it's more than just the 115 cars starting the rally. Absolutely, well, it's 115 cars, you know, and there, there's two people in the car, you know, that's, that's 230, and then you have maybe three, four service guys there, you know, that's, the numbers are going up all the time, and then spectators coming there, you know, there's, they're coming county-wide, they're coming from the north, they're coming all over mm-hmm. to get here, and um, 
like I, I'm in Dunfanny here at the minute, and there, there's not a bed to be got, and the restaurants will be all fully booked next week. You know, Volcara likewise, God of Hork likewise. You know, even over in Anagri where I live, you know, Cash and Lords booked up. You know, mm-hmm. the restaurant you like people at the restaurant next Saturday night. You know, so um, I don't think the club play in that enough. You know, um, when when trying to sell events to people, that of the actual impact it brings to small rural areas. Mm-hmm. You know, it's international in June and it does huge stuff for Donegal and uh, Letterkenny and Donegal Town. But um, it's it's felt far and wide, you know, the benefits of the rally. Yeah, because, like, you know, we, this is deep historic as November. Like, you know, you go along with probably at this time of the year to fall in with a tourist, one thing or another. But, to, you know, to hear all them beds full and, you know, such a spread of an area, like, it, you know, the hoteliers, everybody has to be welcome in this event coming into the area. Without a doubt, without a doubt, you know, it's, um, it's, it's uh, like I said there a minute ago, Kevin, it's just brilliant to see people doing well this time of the year and the back end of the year when really there should be nothing happening, you know, and it's just, it's, it's fantastic for, for the club, it's fantastic uh, PR for us mm-hmm. as a club, um, just to be able to help people and to bring the sport we love to the, the wider community, it's mm-hmm. just fantastic. Yeah, and like there's two stages, quite you know, quite a small like, route as well too. Like service, the two stages, all within a, a quite compact area as well too. So, um, you know, as you said, the stages are probably typical West Donegal stages, but a, a, you know, a real challenge in the two stages. They really are. You know, you've you've got the the dairy range stage, the first stage. You know, it's a it's a shortened version of the Port Lake. And sure, that's 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 deadly. You know, it, that's maybe I think it's maybe six seven years since it was included in Donegal you know and um you know and then you go across the, the train to come out onto the muckish road and you go on the other side of the road then into the Cashnagar stage and you know all, all along you're you're you're, you're kind of going along the the ridge of the Derry Bay Mountains you know the the Seven Sisters and you're in under Airigal it's just it's perfect rally country and in, in, in my opinion I might be a bit biased living over here <laughs> but they're they're two cracking stages you know there's there's everything in them they're they're fast they're bumpy they're choppy in places um there's loads of grip there's not so much shiny in it um a real compact route you know you, you leave car you head for dunfanaghy um you turn in after dunfanaghy you know and it's a lovely i think there's there's 13 14 junctions in the first stage perfect we perfect we opener and you like i say you literally cross the road into the second one and you do the second stage and I would say max ten minutes. You're you're back in service when you come off the second one, and everything's being full care as well. So, um, it's 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 going to be a very good rally, you know. Yeah, and like I suppose something that we didn't really touch on earlier was you know we talked about the close to the club, club men or club members. Like this is a great opportunity for maybe guys that don't always get a chance to get out. You know, the the guys that you know every penny is going into rally and for them to go out and compete on the same stages as the likes of Callum Devine or Daisy Henry and all, that's going to be a big thing for them. You know, the guys run, you know, maybe the guy run the 102 might, might be the only rally he gets a chance to do this year. Absolutely. I, you know, the, like there's, there's guys marshalling all year to, to collect points to do the harvest rally, you know, and, you know, for some guys at the back of the field, this is their Donegal rally, you know, this is the, um, and the whole year has been building up to this here. You know, I know one guy in particular, um, He's uh, he's bought a new car there, and it, it was purely for the harvest, you know. And his his, his navigator is on, is going into his third rally, and it's it's like Christmas again coming around, you know. Mm-hmm. Neither of them can wait; they're really looking forward to it, and they're worried about the terrain. They're worried about you know suspensions and tires and all that. There, it's, it's no different than 
running care one one to care one, you know, the, the anticipation's the same and the, the work's the same. Yeah. Well, Paddy, we can't but only hope now that the weather's kind to us at the weekend and that, you know, all goes according to plan at the weekend. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there, Kevin. I will we'll do a wee, uh, a wee rain dance. I hope the rain stays away for us <laughs> and the rally gods are good to us next week. Always a pleasure to chat to Paddy. He's one of them good guys of rallying, you know, and it's always a pleasure to chat to him. So, uh, oh, before we go, can you please like, subscribe, rate, comment, all those things makes a huge difference as always, you know. Um, but that was Season 2, Episode 34. Until next time, take care, speak soon, and bye. <laughs>